Robeson here. Thank you for joining me on this podcast where we talk about spirituality, the awakening process, mental health, and so much more. Join me weekly to get your weekly dose of spirituality and medicine. I look forward to seeing you on the inside. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to today's episode. I am so excited you are here. Let's talk about what spiritual means. I think that we use words all the time that we don't really understand the meaning. And no, I am not saying you don't understand the meaning of spiritual. I think it's just really nice if we define it because it will deepen your spiritual path. And when you have a better understanding of the words that you're using, you actually can cultivate a deeper relationship with the practices that allows you to deepen your awareness and alignment with your spiritual path and your spirituality. So for me, what spiritual means is to have an awareness of consciousness. And it is a practice of becoming aware of your consciousness, meaning that you are looking, observing, who you are at that moment in time and becoming aware of the level of consciousness that you have at that moment in time. And depending on how serious you are about your spiritual path and your spiritual practices will determine how quickly you shift your consciousness. We are in a practice of developing our consciousness. The dark night of the soul is an opportunity to let go of lies, illusions, mistruths about yourself, about the world and the perception you have around the world and the relationships you have with some of the shadow parts of your being. So giving yourself permission to become conscious of these mistruths allow you to have a different level of awareness of who you are on a soul level so that you can shift out of a lower vibrational consciousness into a higher vibrational consciousness. It allows you to shift perspectives. The more conscious we are of our consciousness, we have the opportunity to have a different relationship with ourselves. We are in a beautiful relationship with ourselves all throughout our lifetime. And with our spiritual practices, we get the opportunity to see where it is that we're at at that particular moment in time and what's available to us. The more that we lean into our spiritual practices, the more that they will assist us in shifting our consciousness. I believe that spiritual practices are not only one of the most important parts of living a spiritual life, but it's one of those things that allows us to evolve as a soul. We're here for a reason. Your soul is here for a reason. Your soul wants to understand certain things, wants to have certain experiences, because by having those experiences, you get an opportunity to one, fulfill karmic debt, and two, evolve. And as you're evolving, your spiritual path illuminates more and more and more and more. So how do you live a spiritual life? 
You can live a spiritual life by leaning into your spiritual practices. What practices you choose to do are completely up to you, and they don't all have to be deemed spiritual. And I'm putting that in quotations because having a conversation with a friend can cause a breakthrough in your consciousness. And even though the conversation isn't technically spiritual, having a breakthrough allows your consciousness to shift. For me, I believe anything that you're doing in life deemed spiritual or not spiritual can be a spiritual experience if we allow it to be. For example, for me, I know that there are certain things that I don't necessarily enjoy doing in life, like chores, but I can allow that chore to become a spiritual experience if I choose to do that at that particular moment in time. So instead of griping and getting into this story of, I don't want to do this, this is challenging, this is hard, I can shift into a different relationship with that particular task and set an intention that allows me to, one, shift a pattern of complaining, shift a pattern of this has to be hard, this has to be difficult, to whatever it is that I choose to desire to get out of that particular task. And in this case, I might set the intention that I'm going to discover something new about myself or I'm going to allow myself to release stress as I'm washing my kitchen floor. This goes for anything, anything that you are doing in your life, you can make a spiritual experience. And the more that we recognize that our spiritual experiences can go beyond our spiritual practices and we can live a spiritual life, It allows that consciousness to echo out into the universe even more. And as it is echoing out into the universe, what ends up happening is your soul's signature is changed. And the soul's signature is a frequency, a sound that sends out signals into the universe. This is a part of the law of attraction, like attracts like. And so if you are in a constant state of complaining, you're going to be met with constant experiences that will allow you to complain or you're going to meet other people that are complainers as well. If you are in a state of flow, meaning you're allowing spirit to direct you, to guide you, to support you, you're going to be met with more of those experiences. This is why I think following the energy is so important. And that's not only in terms of following the energy of what spiritual practices are calling to you in that particular moment or in that particular day. It also means following the experiences of your heart that you're being guided to do. So if you're being guided to turn right instead of going straight on your way home, turn right because there's a reason why you're being guided to do that. I just received a message from one of my clients that said that she was guided to do something outside of her way on her way home and she ended up helping someone that was in distress 
because of her spiritual intuition that was guided her to go do something that she had no clue was going to end up in this particular emergency event. And she was able to help these people that were having an emergency. Those types of experiences, and I have goosebumps everywhere just sharing that story with you, those types of experiences allows our consciousness to evolve. And no, it doesn't have to be an emergency. It could be that you're guided to go do something that is completely out of the norm and you go and do it. And what ends up unfolding is a new path to your spiritual awakening, a new path for your soul to evolve, a new path for your consciousness to shift. And that's what we're in the game of, shifting consciousness. And it's a game. And I'm going to tell you it's a game because you can have fun while doing it. That does not mean you're not going to have challenging moments. Just like when you're playing a board game with friends, you might get a little competitive. You might get a little on edge. You might feel bad if you're starting to lose the game. But here's the thing. You're not going to lose the game of life if you give yourself permission to be curious and follow the energy and to become more aware of your consciousness in the present moment. And the more that you give yourself permission to be present, be present with the sensations in your body, be present with the feelings that you're having, be present with your mind. Like what thoughts are you thinking? You're going to allow yourself to have a different experience. That's also becoming more conscious of your body as well. I recently been having some feet issues. My heels and my feet have been killing me, killing me, killing me. And I told myself I need to become more conscious of the behaviors that I'm doing throughout the day to see if it's a self-inflicted injury. And guess what? It definitely was. I had to become very aware of some very unconscious patterns in my body on how I was putting pressure on my feet, where I was putting my feet, when I was sitting at my desk, or how I was standing and I was putting pressure on the heel of my foot. All of those things make me become very aware of what I'm doing, where I'm at in space and time in my physical body as well. And so we're not just talking about spiritual, we're talking about mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical. We want to be conscious of all parts of our being. And the more that we give ourselves permission to have that awareness, the easier it is for us to shift out of delusion and into true perception of that complete moment in time that's being really present and being very aware. The beautiful thing is once you become more aware, your path starts to illuminate. And what ends up happening is you end up becoming in flow with creation. And creation feeds into you and you feed into creation. And life just seems to be moving in a pace that feels easeful and graceful. And sometimes we are stuck in old patterns that don't allow us to be in flow. So allowing ourselves to become more conscious of our relationship with 
everything that we're in relationship with, we get to have a spiritual experience with those relationships and shift out of old patterns that aren't serving us. And I'll give you another example. If you are the type of person that is a perfectionist and you have to have everything perfect, you have to be in control. If you're not in control, it gives you stress. It gives you overwhelm. But what would it be like to let go of control and let creation take over? That would mean that you would have to shift your relationship with whatever it is that you're letting go of control with. And that shift in relationship allows you to let go of that friction, let go of that grip, and allows you to shift into a different awareness of the relationship you have with that very thing that you're trying to control. And it may be something more physical. It may be something more spiritual. It may be something more emotional. And that relationship could be with anything. It could be with work, with something at home, with a person, with um, a project that you're doing. It can be with literally anything. I know that for me, I used to have a lot of anxiety whenever I would go up to check out my groceries at the grocery store. And it would give me so much anxiety because I would try to control exactly how they would put things into the grocery bags so much where it like I could literally feel myself shaking. So how I shifted my relationship with this was I determined what I was in control of. And that was how I put the things on the conveyor belt, because if I put them on the conveyor belt in a particular way, they're more likely to pack those things inside of the grocery bag. And yes, I could have just taken over and I used to take over, but that even gave me anxiety as well. And so I had to shift my relationship because I all I knew that if I didn't, there, that there's this OCD, anxiety-ridden behavior that I would get every time I would check out at the grocery store. So this trigger was an opportunity to heal. This trigger was also an opportunity to shift my relationship with this experience. One, letting go of control, right? And so I just started putting the things on the conveyor belt and it took me probably several months before I stopped having anxiety over someone else packing my groceries. And I know this sounds really silly because maybe this isn't something that you experience, but there's always something in our lives that we're trying to control. And that control creates a particular relationship with that very thing. And so if we can shift out of control, it will allow us to be more at ease. And right now as a toddler, I don't have time to pack my groceries at the thing. And so it's okay. And I also have to be okay with how my husband puts the groceries on the conveyor belt. It's a learning experience because it was stealing my peace. And that's the thing. My consciousness wants to be at peace. And if something's stealing my peace, I'm not allowing my consciousness to evolve. So I had to become very aware of these behaviors and be willing to let go. And so I want to encourage you to look at your life in all areas of your life and see where you're holding on, where you're gripping, where you're trying to control. Where you, can you become more aware in where your consciousness is vibrating at 
And how can you let go so that your consciousness can shift so you can live or be in a more spiritual state in that particular area of your life? And I'm telling you, it's anything and everything from the tiniest things from putting the way you put your shoes on to how you pack your groceries to even how you park your car or how you're in relationship with a friend or in relationship with anything. It comes down to relationship with anything and everything is where your consciousness is going to shift. And most importantly, it's the relationship with yourself in terms of your relationship with those other things. And that's going to be a major shift in living and leading and be led by your spirituality. And it's a beautiful thing when you let go of control and you allow these shifts to happen in your consciousness so that you can raise your frequency and attract the things that you're wanting to attract and evolve. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please make sure you like and subscribe and share this with a friend if you think it would be helpful. All right, my friends, I look forward to seeing you in the next one. Bye.